Fronius is rolling out its first customer solar to hydrogen filling station. Global green hydrogen pipeline exceeds 250 gigawatts. New York is looking to test green hydrogen at the Long Island power plant. And a new research report saying green hydrogen market to reach 9.8 billion by 2028. All of this on today's Hydrogen Podcast. So the big questions in the energy industry today are, how is hydrogen the primary driving force behind the evolution of energy? Where is capital being deployed for hydrogen projects globally? And where are the best investment opportunities for early adopters who recognize the importance of hydrogen? I will address the critical issues and give you the information you need to deploy capital. Those are the questions that will unlock the potential of hydrogen, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Paul Rodden, and welcome to the Hydrogen Podcast. So the Austrian solar energy company Fronius has broken ground on its first consumer green hydrogen hub. This according to newsatlas.com. The first Fronius Soul Hub is under construction as part of Sand Group's new hydrogen facility in Herzogenberg, Lower Austria. The plant looks to produce an average of around 100 kilograms of clean hydrogen per day, and it will be used as a filling station for Sand's own hydrogen vehicles. Sand is also working out the details with other companies interested in potentially running their own similar hubs. Now, the aim of this facility is to generate hydrogen fuel in a completely standalone, self-contained, and clean fashion. And to do so, the Soul Hub requires some 1.5 megawatts of photovoltaic panels. That's not a small installation. The average home rooftop system is typically around 3 to 6 kilowatts. To put things in context, for 1.5 megawatts of solar, you're looking at some 5,000 or more panels, taking up close to 100,000 square feet of space. Now, the goal of 100 kilograms of green hydrogen a day will fully fuel around 16 typical fuel cell passenger cars or power some 1,500 kilometers of bus or truck travel. Fronius is investing quite a bit on hydrogen and is soon to begin construction on a new hydrogen competence center in Steinhaus, where it plans to accelerate R&D as well as production of hydrogen systems. This first Soul Hub installation is expected to be complete and commissioned by the spring of 2022. Now it's going to be very interesting to see how this plays out in 2022 if they can actually get it completed and commissioned by then. I'm also going to be very interested to see how they compress and or chill the hydrogen to be able to be used in these fuel cell vehicles. And now onto the latest global green hydrogen pipeline report from Recharge News and the 26 largest gigawatt scale projects currently listed. Now there is a caveat to this list, meaning that these are all just announced projects with most of their completion dates not yet listed. But that being said, The first project listed is the High Deal Ambition, which looks to generate 95 gigawatts of solar across multiple locations in Europe to power 67 gigawatts of electrolyzers. That's a lot of power, but they also have some big names behind the project, including SNAM, Inagas, and OGE, with their ultimate goal to deliver green hydrogen across Europe at 1.5 euros per kilogram before 2030. Now, that target makes it cheaper than unabated gray hydrogen, so keep that in mind. Now, this project was just announced in February, but according to the electrolyzer maker McPhee, a first initiative is expected within a year in Spain, based on a portfolio of solar sites with a capacity close to 10 gigawatts. Another project in this list that I'd like to talk about is the North H2 project. 
located in Eemshaven, Northern Netherlands. This project is going to be powered by offshore wind, with big developers behind it, including Shell, Equinor, RWE, Gas Uni, and others. Now, the developers are one big reason why I think this project has legs. The other reason is the planned use of the hydrogen, which is focused on helping power heavy industry in the Netherlands and Germany. Its status is currently in a feasibility study, which looks to be completed by July 2021. And by 2027, they're hoping to have it to one gigawatt of power with four gigawatts by 2030. Another big wind project that could have legs is the Aquaventus project in Heligoland, Germany. This 10 gigawatt project has a consortium of 47 companies, research institutions, and organizations, including WRE, Vattenfall, Shell, Eon, Siemens Energy, Siemens Gamesa, Vestas, Northern Power, Gas Uni, and Parkwind, all backing it. Now, the main purpose for this project is general sale via the European Hydrogen Backbone Plan. And while its planned date of completion is 2035, they do expect a 30 megawatt generation by 2025 and 5 gigawatts by 2030. The last project on this list that I'll talk about is the Base 1 project in Northeast Brazil, which looks to use a combination of wind and solar power to generate roughly 600,000 tons of hydrogen per year. And what makes this project also interesting is their planned use of the hydrogen, which they look to take to international markets via ocean freight. What also makes this project interesting is that it's one of the few listed to have an expected cost associated with it. And for this instance, on a 3.4 gigawatt facility, they're looking to have an expected cost of $5.4 billion. And that's roughly in the same ballpark as the Helios Green Fuels Project, which is planned to be located in the Saudi Arabia planned city of Nyam. And now some interesting news in New York as they look to test green hydrogen at the Long Island Power Plant. This coming from utilitydive.com. The New York governor, Andrew Cuomo, on Thursday announced the state would spend $8.5 million on the green hydrogen demonstration project at NYPA's Brentwood Power Plant on Long Island. Now this turbine, which was installed in 2001, currently uses natural gas. But as the state of New York looks to ramp up their efforts to decarbonize its power sector, switching this turbine over to hydrogen will help them reach their goal of reducing emissions by 85% by 2050. General Electric won the bid to build a new state-of-the-art hydrogen natural gas blending system. And Fresh Meadow Power will install the system over the summer and provide piping system design and material procurement as well, with air gas providing the green hydrogen. Now this demonstration project will be the first by a state utility to study the feasibility of operating an existing power generation facility with a hydrogen and natural gas blend. Now according to the NYPA president and CEO, Gil Quinones, they're going to test different concentrations of the hydrogen blend with the natural gas at regular intervals. Those intervals being a 10 to 15 hour period over 6 to 8 weeks. They're also starting out safe at 5% but they hope to methodically and systematically increase that up to 30. An interesting aspect of this demonstration project is that the turbine is going to be stopped periodically so the research team can look at various factors, including what happens to carbon emissions and in particular nitrous oxide. The assessment team will also look at other key issues such as safety, as well as whether there's any drop-off in the turbine's performance as green hydrogen is mixed in. Now, personally, I very much like this project. 
because what this shows is a start. And in this particular case, they're sourcing green-produced hydrogen. But ultimately, that's a secondary matter, as hydrogen sourced from any carbon-negative or carbon-neutral technology can be applied. And what I'm looking to see from this is what happens to the system when the hydrogen blend increases. And lastly, a research report from PR Newswire that green hydrogen market is going to reach $9.8 billion globally by 2028, making that a 54.7 compound annual growth rate. Wow. Now, according to this report, the global green hydrogen industry generated $300 million in 2020 and is projected to garner $9.8 billion by 2028, making that the compound annual growth rate of 54.7% from 2021 to 2028. Now, the prime determinants of growth include a surge in concern for reducing carbon emissions and expansion of green hydrogen production technologies, propelling the growth of the global green hydrogen market. However, high capital cost of hydrogen energy storage restrains the market growth. Contrarily, favorable green hydrogen production technologies offers new opportunities in the next few years. On the technology side, they say the alkaline electrolyzer segment accounted for the highest market share in 2020, holding more than half of the global green hydrogen market, and is estimated to maintain its leadership status during the forecast period. In addition, this segment is expected to register the largest compound annual growth rate of 54.8% from 2021 to 2028. These electrolyzers are cheaper and can be connected directly to intermittent power supply and used with filtered rainwater and are user-friendly, which drives the growth of the segment. By application, power generation segment held the highest share in 2020, accounting for nearly two-thirds of the global green hydrogen market and is expected to maintain its lead position during the forecast period. Moreover, the segment is also expected to witness the largest compound annual growth rate of 54.9% from 2021 to 2028. Electrolyzers are getting highly demanded for power generation as a clean energy source, which in turn propels the growth of the segment. And lastly, by region, Europe, followed by North America, contributed to the highest market share in 2020, holding more than two-fifths of the global green hydrogen market, and is projected to continue its dominant share in terms of revenue by 2028. This is due to the increasing number of green hydrogen production plants across the region. However, the Asia-Pacific region is projected to witness the highest compound annual growth rate of 55% during the forecast period. Australia and Japan are the largest contributors to the green hydrogen market. This factor supports the growth of green hydrogen in this province. Okay, that's it for me, everyone. If you have any questions, comments, or concerns about today's episode, come and stop by my website at thehydrogenpodcast.com and let me know. I would really love to hear from you. And as always, take care, stay safe. I'll talk to you later. Hey, this is Paul. I hope you liked this podcast. If you did and want to hear more, I'd appreciate it if you would either subscribe to this channel on YouTube or connect with your favorite platform through my website at www.thehydrogenpodcast.com. Thanks for listening. I very much appreciate it. Have a great day.